Welcome to Grown Dad Business. This is Aaron Kleiber. And of course, joining me, well, especially since this is uh, the Best Friend episode part two, it's Jason Clark, everybody. Good morning, friends. Oh, oh I, li- morning. I like how you hit me with like a, I host, you host a top 40. Good morning, everybody. Welcome oh, to was- Grown Dad Business. Now we got country. <laughs> <laughs> you say grown, grown dad, dad business, and then you spit Shaw out. You can find us in your Dodge truck. You uh, listen to us on serious note. If you listen to you blue can't. collar radio, <laughs> you won't you find us. Holler at your boy though. If yeah, I, mean, I mean, we'll do really, that. I mean, truly, I'm sure dads that like Jeff Foxworthy would like us. Why not? Mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't, know. I, well, I don't think. I don't. Mm. We're not that quippy. I don't have a phrase. I don't know, like. And I'm all dadded up. Or Boom. <laughs> I'm all. <laughs> That's um, how you just yeah. walk off stage. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. It's morning. You know you're a parent if. Yeah. <laughs> Should I start that? <laughs> that, that We're talking about uh, friendship, guys. Part two. Deuce. Part two of friendship. Two. Uh, what? No. You said tw- I almost went in a different. Yeah. I don't know. Jason knows no languages. It's a morning. We're doing this in the morning. It is. Jason looks a little sleepy. Uh, he was at a rock concert last night. Yeah, buddy. 40-year-old dad at a rock Get, concert. Back up. Getting lit, drinking I, coffee. I snuck I, in my own Michelob Ultras, you son of a bitch. I, I did joke. I, we, were, we were waiting in traffic to get into the venue, and I looked, and I'm drinking coffee in my truck. And yeah. I'm like, I remember just pounding cases of beer on the of way course. to venues. Now sure. I'm drinking coffee so I can make it to the encore yeah that's where we're at uh but yeah last week we covered a little bit about friendship as kids and uh we had some good laughs a little bit we felt we needed to go into a part two 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 episodes and now uh let's let's talk about uh, friendships as adults it's good we we touched on it a little bit i gave you a little Mm -hmm. teaser last time but uh uh, mm, uh, 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 let's get into it that's what i did I, i don't know what happened I was excited. Granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello. Underpants. That is hilarious. Shut your mouth, dude. Rate and review this podcast or my daddy will go into a deep depression. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. ba da I don't know. Hey, uh, real quick, Jason, shout out to Luke the Nuke. Oh, it's yeah. Luke the Nuke, my little boy's birthday. It is. He opened presents today Yeah. Uh, before school mm-hmm. and uh, got a lot of Star Wars stuff. Nice. I got him a real bow and arrow. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, no, they're into it. Wait, my wait. daughter shot bow and arrow at summer camp, and then he loves his Nerf bow and arrow, like and with like, real bolts. Yeah, dude, with tips. Yeah, that will put through. I got eyeballs. two acres now. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna shoot bow and arrow like in the field. <laughs> with a, well, yeah, well, I didn't buy him a BB gun. You know what I mean? Okay, they want to shoot. They want to learn how to. Shoot I, I'm bow just and saying arrow. that knowing as your friend, I didn't know that archery was a Kleiber uh, interest. We have a big yard. I, it's fine. I used to do it. There's when a, I was a lot, kid. Of, lot of I know different how to shoot bow. There's a lot of different things you I can do with a big bow. yard, and I didn't think bow and arrow was going to be on the top of the list. Bow. 
Jason, it wasn't like expensive. I didn't buy him like a what happens when you what, what happens what, what happens when you wake up in the morning and there's a string of ferrets tied on your front porch because Luke was in the backyard just killing things. Well, at least he's contributing. He's gonna, <laughs> he's like, Pa, we got to skin these ferrets. Well, you're like, your wife's like, what's for dinner? Let's make a stew. Ferret stew. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of ferret stew and friendship, uh, since we're talking about adult friends, uh, one of my college roommates, because uh, uh, for a couple years in college, I had a uh, we were, had a house. We had a campus house yeah. where they just bought houses from the neighborhood and turned them into campus houses. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had uh, seven guys living in a three-bedroom house. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. A lot of bunk beds. Yeah. Um, and uh, one, of my, one of my roommates was Country Kel, Kelly. All right. And uh, he was from Cumberland, Maryland. And he would make, like, roadkill food. Yeah. Uh, I oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He... He one time found a fresh deer on the side of the road <laughs> and hung it up. Listen to this. Listen to this. That's me gagging. Hung it up in the front yard. Okay. And our house was in a neighborhood. Uh, if you don't know it, it's Beaver Falls. Uh, and our, our campus houses were kind of like in like an urban neighborhood. So I come back from class to our house and see Country Kelly skinning a deer hanging in the front yard on the tree in the front yard and like seven little black kids under 10 years old watching him do it. <laughs> it was hilarious. Did you eat that deer? Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. It was bomb, dude. No, it wasn't. You make deer steaks. Ugh. And then we came home and the house stunk like uh, dead rabbits because that's what it was. Yeah. He made rabbit and squirrel stew in a crock pot. Ugh. It was actually not bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, but we were picking buckshot out of, out of uh-huh. it. We were spitting buckshot Ew. out. Yeah, anyway. So, I, I, friendship. <laughs> friendship, which is funny with hunting. Like, my brother was a hunter. My brother's five years older than me. And um, I, I, I mean, again, talking about <laughs> the difference in, like, me and my brother of like being completely sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. like not even in the your brother's like duck down how did we come out of the same womb like how did yeah. we yeah yeah but we had a we had a house together um early on yeah uh, when we were uh you know in our early you want to be ad rock and your brother wants to be dog the bounty hunter <laughs> yeah and i didn't know that he had killed a deer the day before and i <laughs> went to go out the garage and our garage was under oh. a um, porch Right, and I open the garage, and there's this dead deer hanging from its neck, draining, draining its tongue sticking out of the side of its mouth, and I do nothing about it. Just threw the garage door open. It was like, all right, got to go to work. Oh, mother of what the <laughs> what? You thought we were like, you, we have Native American poltergeists. Oh, I, what is? That? Yeah, what? Is, yeah, they're trying to scare us off their land. Yeah, man. So <laughs> I was never. That was never something that I was down with. And I get like the whole friends get together. And go and rent a cabin, and you always hear these stories like they don't even go hunting. It's just a weekend of poker and drinking beer, and they yeah. just tell their wives and girlfriends, sure. hey, I'm going up to the, the cabin. You know, yeah. Jim's got his cabin. We're going up. and But then they go up there, and, you know, and sometimes they go hunting and stuff. But I just never, like, I never, that was something I never got into at all. Uh, you know what, hunting and things like that? Yeah, hunting in general. I, I mean, it I just to me bit, wasn't something I was When I was, I was in for. middle school, my uncle, uh, you know, I would go up. Uh, remember, we told yeah, the ghost stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, up uh, in the country. Yeah. My uncle would ta- teach me how to shoot and fish, and we shot, you know, small game and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I watched him shoot a deer from the front porch. Yeah. With a 30 odd six rifle. Yeah. There was a bunch of deer out front, and he was like, hey, come on. 
I'm going to go get a deer. I was, it was like, just okay. Never, it was just never something that I was exposed to. Like, I don't even know how my brother got exposed to it. It wasn't something like yeah. my dad didn't hunt. Maybe it's just I mean, friends my, like, this I, is cool. I like my, no, I just don't even know what friends. I guess maybe as we got. Really? I, shit, I don't even remember how they came about. But all of a sudden, you know, I think it started with a BB gun. Like, my brother's just killing birds. Sure. Like, just got the just yeah, got the taste, that, yeah. you know, got the yeah, taste, sure. just killing birds. Taste for animal blood. Yeah, I was in the <laughs> I was in the house watching movies. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Go, go go shoot those robins, man. They're they're gonna they're overrunning the neighborhood. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's you know, <laughs> let's get some population control of the robin family yeah. and start killing them. You know, I uh, well, so so f- friendships as adults might be a little bit different for us because we we mentioned college last episode. Yeah, and. I, I will say my foundation of friendship as an adult really came from college. I mean, I, I went to a, uh, I went to a, a, if this makes any sense, a Christian liberal arts school, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know. Maybe I went to yeah. school for ministry. And <laughs> if they've listened to any of these podcasts, I'm sure that they know that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, most of my roommates, you know, that I lived with were becoming pastors yeah. and like youth pastors. But we were still like the wildest group of people. <laughs> yeah. uh, but. Uh, but I tell you what, though, one of the biggest things I learned was that, uh, you know, kind of we, we had like a men's group and, you know, like counseling and things like that and group counseling. Because in that profession, which, by the way, is one of the best things that my school did, uh, was that you need to heal yourself before you heal others. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before makes, you can counsel. Sense. Yeah. Before yeah. you can counsel people. I don't know how many people actually heed that advice anymore. They but, don't. You know, whatever. I've, I've met a lot of <laughs> yeah. counselors and yeah. pastors that are crazy people yeah. because they think helping people will solve their problems. But true. it doesn't. Anyway. Not true. Little, true what little, you're little, saying, little too, but not a little, true fact. a little deep opinion. In, but, yeah. But that was one of the best things. And one of the things was just having these kind of brothers that, like, you kind of mm-hmm. came up with through college trying to make each other better men. You know? And that was a cool thing. And uh, I learned a lot about friendship. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, people that, you know, you want, you know, invested in your life. You know, like mm-hmm. people that, that want to make your life better, but also you want to make their lives better. Which is a hard thing to find in Absolutely. adult friendships. Because, Especially I mean, now. We, we Every, talk, we talk very yeah. selfish. And, yeah, you know, and we, I mean, we've talked. Career driven. Yeah, we sort of talked before of just the whole idea of like the what's in it for me friendship mm-hmm. uh, when you get into adulthood. That there's more you run into a lot of different things where it's just like, you know, there's a common interest and when a common right. interest goes away, then maybe the friendship goes along with it. Right. And I've experienced quite a bit of that in my adult life as right. far as I keep my inner circle, very inner circle. Like it's, I have a lot of absolutely friends, but those people that would show up at three o'clock in the morning to pick you up because you need them is a very limited. That was my, that was my, my cliffhanger at the last episode mm-hmm. is that if you have an adult friend, you should, everyone should have an adult friend that you can call in the middle of the night and say, Hey, Jason, I need you to take me to the airport and I need you to buy a plane ticket for me because mm-hmm. uh, no questions asked. Yep. And you're yeah. like, got gotcha. hope. I yeah, would. I, I would. got you. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, but I can't use this card. It'll get yeah, declined. That's, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, man, I can help you, but yeah. I got to ask my mom for money. Yeah. You know? For my, for my, you know, you were sort of talking about like your roots of friendship, adult friendship in, in college and things. And that's, I mean, mine's a completely different sure. situation. I left when I moved away from my hometown, I went right into marriage. Yeah. And so right. and I moved across the city and in Pittsburgh, if you live on the other side of the tunnel, you don't even know what's going on on that side. And I came from the Not other wrong. side that was just like, yeah. oh, we don't go through the tunnels. Oh, like, even my college friends things. now, they're like, you know, 
most of them are 30 minutes north and it's like they live in a yeah it's it's, it's a really weird thing with pittsburgh and how that works but you know when i moved to the other side of the city and i got married and i had a child and my friends were still you know in college partying they're still in college my friends and they were you know partying and and doing different things and and i was living that lifestyle and then all of a sudden shump stopped right, right i was like this i'm a family man i woke up one day and, and put the party in behind right. me and was like this is my life now this is where i want to yeah. be this is what's good for me and my soul that this person i got married early too yeah i got married at 22 yeah so it changed and a lot of the friends you know we you just sort of lost contact in a lot of different ways right. and 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 then um and, and what's nice though is you know you've sort of come back around a little bit and been able to touch base with those individuals right. after all these years but um you found that your my friendships were then developed through my work right yeah yeah, yeah. and 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 and, that and that's pretty type natural of thing. and that's very natural yeah. but what you find that is um friendships are as strong as the common tie right, in yeah. a lot of ways so when i left the company um people that were always texting me and calling me and right. all these other things it's interesting it how it away. starts to fade away yeah. and then and then maybe you have only one left whereas before right. you're like oh i've got like you know, 15 people that you felt yeah, that tight with. Sense. And then there's just that one. And you're like, ah, that's huh. the one. Huh. That's yeah. the one. You, you, It's like, you know, panning for gold and you're shaking out the friends. Yeah, and it's like, who do you still talk to? And there's that one nugget left and that's the one. Right. And and then, um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, and, and me and my wife are just so, you know, we're very, we're very careful. Right. We're very careful. You know, we're very careful. And, you know, and it, I think it's hard as an adult, too, to find those people that have the common threads that you have. We're we had kids early. You know, we talk about that all the time. You know, my yeah. kids are older and, and we're at a different phase now which, versus people that are our age that generally might not. They might still have little kids. You know, I've got sure yeah. I've got friends my age oh, that's, that's that just deal. had yeah. kids. Yeah. Like I. You know, I have, I have a, my one personal friend back from home, uh, Pat, you know, he just had a child in the last year. He's my age. And yeah. I just like, oh, wow. God bless <laughs> you, my friend. Yeah, like, good for You know, and, and we talk about that all the time. But, you know, and, and so where you're at in stage of life when it comes to being an adult. Oh, absolutely. Also just influences well, who and, you're, and you're right. With. Like I, I've had I've had good friends in all walks of life, you know, because I've had a bunch of different jobs and, yeah. you know, uh and but you know i still have the friends that kind of go through all of that which is you know uh like those i have a couple friends from high school that we've been entertaining together since then mm-hmm. you know the like, you know and they're still around they're yeah. still it cuz that common thread of working in entertainment still you know my friend Missy Marino that some mm-hmm. people know that you that's know, my three a.m. call. She yeah, called me at three a.m. She yeah, was my Missy, recent three yeah. a.m. where I was just uh, like, I got to come help yeah. you out. And, and Chris Prexta, yeah. people know him from Pittsburgh Dad. He's been on here, and yeah. you know we've been working together and having fun together yeah. since we were in high school, yeah. middle school. Yeah. And those people have stuck around, but ever since then, now it's like as a comedian, my close friends. Are, I met Jason. Yeah. I met you through comedy, yeah. through entertainment at yeah. Arcade, you know, the comedy mm-hmm. theater. Um, so I have those people that, you know, com- even comedian friends that I meet uh, that I that I become close friends with. You know, my buddy Andy Picaro, he's done an episode on here yeah. about, about his dad. And, uh, you know, speaking of, if you want to listen to it, I'll, I'll throw this out. We just yeah. had the anniversary of 9-11, and it's weird and, and mentioning Andy in that way. But uh, yeah. he has a great touching story about his losing his dad in Tower 2 at 9-11. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's a back episode if you want to check that out. Uh, but like Andy Picaro, like uh, you know, he he goes on the road with me, and you know, we spend a lot of time together going on the road. Well, he moved to L.A. Now it's like me and Andy text each other like every two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because but like, life. We're both busy because but it's life kind of thing gets, where in the, uh, gets in the way. This week. Or next week, I'm going to you know Oklahoma City and Little Rock to perform at the Looney Bins, FYI. Uh, and Andy's coming with me, and me and Andy are going to live in a house together for two weeks, yeah. you know. And it'll be like we never left, yeah. you know. Uh, actually, you know, I wanted to bring that up. Entertainment friends are like that. It's really interesting to now finally, you know, I've been working full time in entertainment for like six or seven years now, and entertainment friends are so interesting because. We're so you get so used to having friends um, in spur in like sporadic times, like in like in pockets. Okay. so it's like when you go like this weekend. Hey, friends, I'm performing in New Jersey and Delaware and North Carolina. Two of the dates I'm opening for Josh Blue. Mm -hmm. Josh Blue. I go way back with him, you know, and, you know, I may we may text back and forth maybe once a month. Right. You know, but then it's like you work together and it's like, yo, boom, what's up? Yeah. It's like you're close friends again. Mm -hmm. And that's how with like you work with a lot of people uh, and some comedians like you're like, oh, like I worked with this comic and they never talked to me again. And I'm like, that's eh, kind of how it works. Right. But then if you are friends, you kind of see each other again, you know, here and there. And it's like you just catch up right right away. Yeah. It's like there's no time has passed. Right. That's kind of the weird part of friendship that I I, I experience in entertainment. It's a weird thing. Yeah. You know, you work with someone and then you're best friends for a weekend. And then it's like, oh, I won't see you for seven months. Right. It's weird. Yeah. Um, But then, like, I guess, I guess, I don't know if it has to do with working in enter entertainment or, you know, I guess, you know, I'm trying to struggle to say, I'm not saying I'm some famous personality, but it's, you start to, you start to realize how important you know, your family is and how, how close you keep friends. And you keep saying like the circle mm -hmm. and that that's become so important only because my family and my career are my only priorities. And if, if you have friendships that are negative in any way towards the biggest things in your life, you got, it's gone. It's gone. You got to cut it. Yeah. And even, you know, I've seen adult friends where, like, you know, they hang out with certain people. And I'm like, dude, like. Oh, we went. I mean, we went through that. You want to you, you want to yeah. you want to further your career or your life or your relationships. Yeah. You got to cut the you got to cut the negativity. Yeah. You got to cut people yeah. that aren't on your side yeah. that want the best for you. Yeah. And, that's and, that's a key phrase. It, it's not losing. And, a good friend is who, yeah. someone who wants the best for you. Yeah. And not losing sight of who you are as a person. I mean, we went through this um, a, a few years back where uh, we got involved with a group of couples and things that were oh, yeah. through, through a football league. I coached youth football with, right, my right, kid, right. For, with, with a bunch of kids because I, I love football and I love coaching. Right. And what I found was there was this weird, like, we like the party culture. Like, they would all Parents. get together. Yeah. And the kids would be downstairs but let's having upstairs, parties, and we're upstairs. Drink sangria and, and get lit. Oh, no. Like, yeah. Like, we're still in frats. Like, it had that kind of vibe. And I just remember the standing. The face I'm making right now. Yeah. Like, uh, I, remember um. <laughs> I remember standing in the kitchen of this house, <laughs> you know, and there's just adults everywhere just getting, just getting hammered. And I'm looking at Melissa, and I just look at her, and we made this eye contact, and we're like, nah, 
Let's go. This is not us. This, and we walked out and we said, nah, that's, that's, now, that's that's and, is- and it created an issue with my son who was just like, hey, you know, because he's friends with their all these parents. You don't like so-and-so's parents anymore. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, well, this is weird. Like, they want to know, like, why don't you come around and things like that. And it's just like, Jason, it just wasn't our vibe. That's not who right. we were. Like, we got caught up in this thing. of like, no, it's it's about making sure that you don't lose sight of who you are as a person. And it's hard sure. to find those, you know, those individuals that are aligned with all of your right. thoughts and, and I, beliefs. And I want to preface, things. too, it, this sounds like another instance of me and jason talking about how we're better than you no uh, no it just wasn't my that's look, fine go thing. live that life do your thing yeah i just wasn't that I'm wasn't just, for me just, uh, something that uh, I, I wouldn't be into it either no it wasn't my you personality know? and it wasn't that i walked out and i go we are hey, so much better than them no i was just like that's not we're not comfortable here but you know it's not like we're against like you know us having like a you know married couples weekend or no. having a night out and we have mm-hmm. some drinks whatever yeah. but you know, my idea of fun is not going to somebody's house and acting like we're having yeah, I think a homecoming time, party. Yeah, I think times, yeah, times just, you know, I just sort Seven of Seven minutes changed. in heaven? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. And maybe after I left, but, uh, you know, I was fine. But, Key party? Oh, man, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, boy. I, had to, I had to Google that. Not my scene. <laughs> yeah, not my no, scene. No, I know what you mean. And it's too, like, you, you, you do kind of meet friends in adulthood like that. Like yeah. through your kids. Oh, yeah. You know, like you meet friends that, um, you know, like I had a friend from high school that go way back. You know, we go way back, like into just being idiots together, you know, mm-hmm. uh, asterisk idiots. Yeah. <laughs> That's the easiest way I'll put it. Yeah. Uh, but like now we're like adult friends and our kids are friends. And like I started kind of talking to him again because our kids go to school together. Right. And I see him every morning or I, you know, now they're yeah. coming to birthday parties and stuff. And it's like. Hey man, like we could hang out. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, we could hang out. When, We're down with the same things. When yeah. when the kids just sit w- around and talk and BS and laugh. When kids when when the kids come into the picture is when you start to find forced friendships. Like, oh, my kid plays soccer. Now I have to be friends with these people, yeah, and it's I'm like, bad at that. no, I don't have to be. They're not like I'm like, afraid. I, it's I'm like weird I'd come for off me. A dick. Yeah, because there's some like. Like, I'm just here to watch my kid play soccer, and I'm not looking to go and hang out and eat pizza afterwards with you. Sometimes I'm that good. happens where yeah. they're just like, hey, we're standing near each other. Let's be best friends. I'm like, I'm cool. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I, I suck. I'm I, I suck. Emails. I, I'm I suck. I'm emails on my Listen, phone for work. I'm a horrible friend. I'm pointing it out. Jason! <laughs> like, no, I don't want to do that. Jason! Like, I'm, I'm set in my no, ways. you're right. It's, it's, oh, I think you probably reach an age. God. And is it is it douchey where you're like I don't need any more friends? No, but, no, I always need I I don't need I don't need I, I, damn I don't it need any I don't more friends. What, I don't know what I'm saying. I had a late or night we last had a night point where you know we don't need friends anymore. I don't need any more friends. I could sit in a room with my Jason, wife. You were, and by the way, be you, happy. Were the last, you were the last one. That's it. Like, that's I, that's it. it. I got no more room. I got no more room. Oh. Jason took up a huge chunk. Chunk. A like, big chunk. But the thing I've always said about us yeah, is you're that it. we can. <laughs> You know, we have the common thread of of comedy, and and we have that. But when we strip that away, we could sit here and oh, there's and, a, and kick it about anything. Well, it's the reason and that's why when I measure a friend. You and I vibe so well because I'm like, I think we're the same people <laughs> in a lot we're of very ways. Very similar in a lot of ways. Look, how he could, look what he did there. He was yeah. like, uh, hold, I'll pump your brakes. Well, but real we're quick. also different enough yeah. that I, I and I've had people say that to me. Yeah. You know, I think it was I think it was our friend Addie, and she said, "You know what I right. like about listening to your podcast is that you two are very similar, but 
you also have unique differences sure. that allows for a good conversation. Right. You know, we don't agree on everything. No. You know, we don't no, agree. We, don't. we agree on a lot of things, but we there, but there's enough differences where it, it keeps each other in check. Maybe. Sure. Absolutely. As a friend. Yeah, and, and I think that for me, that's important. You know, yeah. I don't I don't need I don't need a friend or, or someone that's just always like, oh, you're right. right. That's the way it is. And you should be this way. No, I think it's it's good, oh, healthy yeah. discussion. I, you know, we, we align in a lot of ways. We don't talk politics, but we know we align hard right there in a lot of different issues. But then there's some issues where we do sort of look at each other and, and we're like, well, I feel a little bit different. But now I want to know what these issues are. But for the most part, <laughs> but no, for the like, wait, what do we disagree about? For the most part, we you no, know, I know we you do. Mean. We have a common thread, and, and I, I think, think that's too, healthy. I mean, uh, you know, not to get sappy, I want to touch your leg and hold you real quick. But yeah. uh, you know, you start to realize too, like finding people that vibe with you and kind of agree on things is is really important mm-hmm. as an adult because it's like I don't I don't have time to like well. Now I'm thinking out loud is like, well, people are like, well, you should have friends that are that you can are different differences and, you know, that you can learn from. And it's like, uh, yeah, I, I think at this point as a 36 year old dad of with three kids who's been married for almost 15 years, I'm pretty much set in my ways. Well, I'm set in I'm my ways. I'm pretty much who I am now. But there like, is something healthy about having and we do. We have we have like, we have like, friends that are that that can challenge us a little bit and talk to us about different things right. that we maybe don't align with. And I do agree with that, that that's, that's healthy. I think that one of the things that we've seen happen over the course of the last year and a half with politics sure. and how all of a sudden, you know, I, somebody joked one day and said, boy, I missed the days where no one knew shit about politics. And, 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 but and kind of, and, and I do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think that um, what we have seen happen is yeah. that, and we've talked about this when it comes to politics, Groups of people only seen what's happening within the people that have the oh, like views, very and they can't step right. out of that to think. Here's the deal: me and my brother politically this, yeah. completely opposite ends of the right. spectrum, probably, definitely. Sorry, yeah. Nobody f- would look out and say, "Why would somebody vote for candidate X?" Right. They just say they're wrong for voting for candidate right, X. Right. You don't step back and be able to look at someone else's other right. point of view. And and when you surround yourself with friends that just have the same views politically, socially, anything, you do stagnate your ability well, you're, to see you're, you're absolutely right. other people. And that's and that's I've experienced that working in nonprofit and and churches Mm -hmm. but also in entertainment Mm -hmm. and i think that i i have lived with groups of friends in different realms where there are bubbles yeah you know like i've i've noticed friends in political bubbles Mm -hmm. in religious bubbles you know people live in these bubbles and i think one of the best things that i've experienced through entertainment is that especially traveling on the road i mean you've gone on the road a little bit Mm -hmm. with me you start to realize and but you've traveled for work as well in the past you meet so many different people. Yeah. So it's like you go and travel to this store in Toronto, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, people are different. Mm-hmm. And I'm hanging out with people for a week while I'm working here, you know, or whatever. You were, you were some places for like a month. Yeah. You know, and you're like, wow, I'm learning about a lot of people. Yeah. You know, when I go to different comedy clubs and you hang out with the servers and the bartenders and the managers and even, you know, people in the audience you meet, mm-hmm. you get a sense of like a real, you know, 
tapestry of humans. Yeah. Like you're like there's people are so different and think different things. And when you when you brought one of those instances where you know our you know there could be friends of ours that we've experienced that are in a political bubble where one of our friends I remember one time saying like you know before the election like oh well this this person's going to they're going to well I can say you know Hillary's going to going to break records. Yeah. Hillary is going This to, is a this is a done deal. Hillary against Trump. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's such a horrible person that Hillary's going to win 85% of the vote. Yeah. And then a, a which, table <laughs> which and a, numbers right, wise and a table of people did. going, "Oh, absolutely." Yeah. And I'm like, "Guys, um what are you talking about?" Because they're only talking to the 15 close friends on their circle. But then even their their you know how friendships are in circles? Like mm-hmm. it's you ever see that chart? There's some chart that it's like friendship circles like it's like then you have, you know, you have 10 to 15 people in this circle, sometimes even 5. It's mm-hmm. like something like 5 to 10 in your inner inner circle. And then it's like then you have like 25 people that are like you know, friends that you hang out with at work and like right. in your bowling league and then it's like people 100 people you know and then it's like everybody else yeah you know what i mean and then your friendship is a or then your family is a special little band oh and then you have the special social media circle well that's a new circle which, that's been added which is a crazy which circle three thousand people yeah two thousand people sure uh but you've invited them in your life mm-hmm. that's what it's come down to mm-hmm. where maybe 50 people knew about your life yeah. now thousands do yeah that's really weird but yeah the, the it, but that circle um you know I've been able to have more people that I've had good conversations with, you know, that what I'm saying is that circle of about that second circle out. It's mm-hmm. like those acquaintances and, and friendships of, con- um, of convenience or happenstance. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like people when you meet them, when you talk to them at soccer or bowling mm-hmm. or, you know, or sports or whatever, you know, or at work. Now for me, that's hundreds of people. Yeah. And it's a and being around the country, it's not just people I, I meet in my community. It's like, oh, the owner of the comedy club in Dayton, Ohio. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I have good conversations with that guy. You know. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I just randomly thought of that. You know, but mm-hmm. there's people around the country that are so different, and so I get a good view of people from everywhere. So then, when you see that bubble of people, you're like, who? You are very um unexposed where like you know the whole hillary and trump election it's like uh he's gonna get a lot more votes than you think yeah especially living like i've had conversations especially where we live i mean you can drive 15 minutes out of pittsburgh and you are oh i always it's it's people call pennsylvania yeah (laughs) pennsylvania pittsburgh and philly is like the political spectrum is like the blue nipples. <laughs> it's just like boom and boom. Yeah, it's like on yeah, each end of the state yeah, and yeah. then the rest of it's red. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you know, you got to get out. I got to, you know, I think that we'll, I think we need to don't just try to be. Yeah. I think jumping into like, just like the social media aspect of friendship is interesting. It's right. just what is a friend and you know, how involved do you allow people to be involved in your life? Oh yeah. And everyone, you know what, the way you do it is the way you do it. And that's fine. What I find interesting is, um, you know, somebody went on a Facebook rant recently about what I post on Facebook is not for you to discuss 
with other people. And this was an actual conversation that right, was had right, right. that would uh, uh, another post that was on there. Right. Um, this is my personal page. And, and I looked and I'm like, um, you have a thousand Facebook friends. So let's talk about that. Yeah. I want you to invite your thousand Facebook friends to a party at your house. Yeah. How many people are showing up? They're not your friends. Like 14. don't, don't, don't cross the yeah. idea of what this friendship is and what are your parameters right. when you open up that world, yeah. whether it's pictures of your children, I think about or that it's things all the like time. that. And you do, and you have to look at it on a different level than say I do. You obviously have your professional page and then you also have a personal still, page. But as a personal mar- page is a marketing you still got a lot of people on there yeah. from around the country. And it's a marketing tool and you still have fans. Sure. You still have other comedians yeah. that I'm friends with. And so I'm very careful about like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to post my kids' sports photos Yeah, and tell them, you know. I always thought that was weird that people will post photos of their kids. I've actually had to like – I've actually had to say something to parents like, hey, could you not take pictures of our kids playing soccer and then post the photo and then tag me in it? Oh, right. So, oh, by the way, here's my son's number, what school he goes to, yeah. where practice is because you, lo- you put location on. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you want to kidnap my kid on a Tuesday, here's where he's at. Yeah. If it's that, like, um, I think that that's I don't a, like that. That's important for parents to understand. Everybody should think that way. I can post pictures of my kids and that's what I want right. to do. But it's I'm, my choice. But I'm not going to post the pictures of other people's children and tag their parents. Okay, but that, you're right. Because, again, I've not, nother... I've not given you that permission. But what you brought up was a great point is that you have a thousand, two thousand, mm-hmm. three thousand. I have like almost five thousand people on my personal Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. Why are why are you gonna upload every single picture from their birthday party to two thousand people? Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. I don't They're know. Not your and that's fine. And again, I yeah. no, no you do what you want to do. And, and I, that's so fine. I think about it every day. But just like, don't involve me and my family. I'll post what I want to post. I'll tag what right. I want to tag that is mine. Right. But I'm not gonna tag somebody speaking else. Of, and, speaking of social media and friendship, let's knock this out of the way. Yeah. If you and I and it's hard for me sometimes because I forget who I'm friends with on Facebook because I'll get people from high school, from college that'll be like Oh, Aaron's, you know, a comedian now, and I want to know what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, we said four words in high school or nine words in college. Now we're friends, Mm -hmm. which is totally fine. It's totally cool. Like, I'll talk. Look, I I like talking to everybody. Yep. You know, I like being friends with anybody, you know, friends of kind of acquaintance, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love everybody. You know, it's fun talking to people. But, you know, there's a point where you forget that, you know, you're friends on Facebook with people. And maybe, maybe it's a little bit different for me, but... If you're friends on Facebook with somebody and you guys don't talk in person when you see them. Yes. That's dumb. Think of the first time that happened to you because it's happened to everybody. It's it a, happened to me in a Dunkin' Donuts happened. in Market Square downtown. <laughs> I seen was it somebody. C-back? It was Seaback. That son of a no bitch. No one knows who Rick that is. C-back. If you're no, not from Pittsburgh. You know who Rick Seaback is. <laughs> no, no, it was just, a, you know, it's when I sort of, it was a little earlier on when I got involved with comedy. Then all of a sudden I started noticing. Like, I will have friend right. requests every week coming off of this podcast. Yes. Okay. Sure. Me too. I, um, anything that I'm posting. Oh, I'll get an audience show, member. Yeah. It'll be like uh, somebody from uh, Detroit. Yeah. I was like, I was there two weeks ago. That's yeah. Weird. So, yeah. Um, I, but it was a local. It was a local. Um, and uh, and I accepted their friend request. And then we were. Uh, I was jumping into a Dunkin' Donuts on a Sunday morning. They're listening right now. Yeah, that's fine. They don't. Your friends. Not. They're not friends on Facebook with me anymore <laughs> after this moment because I approached them. 
Yeah. And I said, hey, so-and-so, how, yeah. how are you? And this individual basically looked at me like, I don't know who you are. They sent me the friend request, which was odd. And they just had a hard time trying to place you place me. I've had that happen. And they placed me. But then it was a weird conversation. And I was like, um, judge me, people. You listen to this. Um, yeah, you shouldn't be in my friends list. Well, and sometimes it's it's like somebody that saw you perform or, you know. Yeah, but I don't have like, yeah, for me, though, it's just like, how do I juggle what my social media presence is on Facebook? Right. Like I look at I look at Facebook different than I look at Twitter versus how I look at Instagram. Like yeah, each yeah. one of those are different should, marketing absolutely. avenues should be. And, and well, that's so, the purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So but but that's I think a lot of people get mixed right. up in that. No, you know, it. if you got a couple thousand people now, people are going to go look at my Facebook and be like, uh, you got X amount of friends. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. I'm a hypocrite. I'm tired. <laughs> Jason's laying on my couch like he's a psychiatrist right yeah. now. I feel like we delved into my psyche, and I have to rethink of my whole friends. Aaron, this is the last podcast we're doing together. I think you're a son uh, of a bitch, and I'm done with you. What? Yeah, our friendship just ended. Just over this. I really listen. dug deep, and, and I'm I like, know. I don't think I like you. Jason. <laughs> no, thanks for that little tap. Because, okay. Yeah, it's me because tapping thigh. Even hearing you say those words hurt my heart. Oh, God damn, right? Even hearing you saying that, I was like, damn, dude. Like, I don't even want you to kid about that. Like, we don't do it that way anymore. You just don't. No, nah, don't kid like that. And... No, I'm saying, like, friendships ending. It's just like, mm, yep, nope, you're just scrubbed. You, you just don't started ignoring people. Yeah, there's no breakup. Well, I, you know, going back to, like, you know, how you choose that friendship. You know, like, like how, how do you – by the way – uh, do adults talk about this stuff that what we're talking about right now? Probably not. Because maybe that's a point. Maybe that's a point. Like, I don't know if people put any real stock maybe, or like, thought into like right. how you develop a friendship. Maybe you anymore. should worry about who's in your life. Hmm. And, I, and I don't want to get all counseling on you, but I have a degree in it. No, yeah. uh, but no, I'm just saying, like, for me, one thing that I learned, uh, I learned something in college. There's a, uh, there's a, there's a theologian and a writer, a philosopher. Uh, his name is Augustine. And one of the things I learned reading uh, one of his works um, is that St. Augustine, by the way, he's a saint, apparently. Um, One of the things he used to write, he was one of the first writers and philosophers to write about the importance of friendship. Did you know that? Mm. He had had a really, really close best friend. He had a Jason Clark. Yeah. That they uh, they worked together and, and, and studied together and, you know, kind of checked up on each other through letters. It's pretty fascinating. But uh, one of the things that he wrote was that about friendship was that what kind of friends should you have in your life? He goes, your friends are two different types of friends. They're either a friendship of character mm-hmm. or a friendship of pleasure. And it was really interesting. Now. I know some of you are like, what? Friends with benefits? That's not what I'm talking about. You know what it means when you say friendship of pleasure. You know, it's just like, hey, we just cut up and uh, we have fu- we have casual conversations and, you know, we drink together or we, you know, play softball together. But then friendships of character, they're the people that, like I said before, they you want that person to have a better life mm. and vice versa. Yeah. When you're in a when a, a good relationship with somebody as a friend, it's where that you know your friendship is about the betterment of the other person. Mm. Like you want to enjoy life together, but yeah. you also say like I hope this happens to Jason, a yeah. good thing. Sure. Or you're you root for that person. Yeah. 
I want Jason to succeed. Yeah. I celebrate things mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, when when my friends, my close friends like that are, you know, reaching their goals in life yeah. or when they have children, those milestones, um, and you want them to get better and better as a person, and they treat you in the same way. Yeah. And sometimes, like, when you look at o- over at those friendships of pleasure, some of them are fine. But you got to look at, like, how many of those you can have, too. Because if the more friendships of pleasure you have, I think, those sides of things, I think it hurts your more character friends. Mm. You know, so I try to surround myself with a small number of character friends. But then my circle of of other friends is is pretty large right but you got to pick on which ones are positive and which ones are not you know what i mean right like you know to have a friend that just wants to like you know you know womanize and go drinking and stuff i'm like no i'm not down with that like that's not the comedian friend that i would hang out with right and uh no offense to comedians under the age of 25 but (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not my thing it's not you know Uh, even sometimes for people after shows, I mean, I even do jokes about it on stage where they're like, let's go out tonight. Yeah. You know, you want to go out and get lit? Like, let's go have drinks and like, you know, cut up. And I'm like, I'm going to go catch up on House of Cards. No, I'm going to go take a rest. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm set in my And ways. it's funny, too, because people ask my wife, you know, they'll be like, oh, Aaron's on the road. Like, oh, boy, are you? And she's like, no, he's fine. Yeah. Like, he ain't doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, that's, that's I, I ain't got time for that shit. That's I don't got money for that. Yeah. I was like, I ain't spending money going out to drink. And, like, I, man, yeah. Netflix is, I paid for Netflix this month. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. You know? Hey, look, I yeah. like to have a good time. But, yeah. But on that, does that make sense? I mean, I think that, look, I'm not trying to get all deep on our listeners. Maybe I am. But, I, but one, of, one of the reasons that I feel like my life is successful, um, and success you can measure in different ways. Yeah. But I'm talking about the health of my family, mm-hmm. uh, the mental and physical health of my family, and also the, the health of my career. A lot of that has to do with the people I surround myself with. Right. You know, the people that I go walks, go walking with or, mm-hmm. you know, the people that I talk to about my family and my career, that circle is so tight and that we care about each other in a way where we help each other become better people Sure, uh, for the people around us and the world around us. I think that's really important, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it is important to have different friends. Yeah. It is important to have friends that think differently mm-hmm. um, or at least acquaintances that you can have conversations with. Yeah. Not fights with no conversations. No. I'm never. No. You, if you if you for once think that you're able to sway somebody's feelings that right. they're so deeply rooted, like in, it's for impossible. instance, like I I feel in my life this this is this is you know, it's just talking about the the current climate of our world and our country. Yeah, I feel blessed. I really do. I feel fortunate in my life, and this is this is going deep here. Maybe political not really Mm. i feel good that i have black friends that i can speak to and say hey tell me what's going on Mm. like help me understand better help me discern better help me Mm -hmm. figure out what i need to do as a person you know with what's going on in the world in the country right now to have different friends like that now i'm not saying now that's a i'm not talking about like you know, have friends that, you know, are, you know, uh, you know, people that don't disagree with you or, you right. know, sure, that's fine to have friends mm-hmm. like that. But I'm talking about 
friends that you can talk to about anything yeah and that's the first example i thought of yeah you know what i mean like have friends that you can say hey help me understand this sure you know help me become a better person in this way Mm -hmm. and that's super helpful to me i mean to have people that you know even someone to say like hey why did you vote for this person Mm -hmm. you know i don't have many friends like that but i think the natural tendency for adults when we talk about how this all started on the last podcast is how we chose friends as children to adolescents to teens to early adult to adult right you will find that we gravitate towards what is just like us and it's a challenge to sit back and say you know what i have to open up my eyes and open up my views to so many different things because it's 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 important and um you know to me that's important i don't I don't necessarily sit down and map out a friend's chart. Of, right. You know, but, no. but the thing of it is, right. is it is a challenge as an adult that you got to get outside of your comfort zone sometimes and be able to open your mind up to a lot of different things. So, like, Absolutely. you know, and that's what this whole friends podcast was. This was all about these two episodes. It's was, funny you mentioned that about friends growing up is that like, you know, you said some of those parents you partied with. It's like it's like they're just still 15. But yeah, that's, but that's but that's what they like. That's what they're that's that's entertainment to them. That's fun for them. That's enriching for them. And sure. that's for them. And that's fine. And hopefully they have friends that are a little bit deeper. No, yeah. you know, but I mean, I know firsthand people that like their best friends are their like drinking buddies. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Like your best friend is the bartender at the bar. Oh, yeah. You know, or something like that. Like you got to start thinking about that. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think about that a lot, man. I, I do. I. You know, you got to realize who you have in your life and who you don't. Yeah, you do. You have to think about it. Phew. Phew. I don't deep. know. I, I want to take a nap. Well, so far, Jason, you've paid off. <laughs> you were a good investment. It was a good investment <laughs> of, of of Aaron's time and and, and love and yeah. And yeah. No, I, I I no absolutely. And that's a, that's a great word because, and I've used that word with friendship before too. Is that you? A good friendship is two people that are dedicated and invested in each other's lives. Yeah. And an investment is an interesting definition. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you know what an investment is, it's something that you put into and you get out. Sure. You, you can't invest in something mm-hmm. without putting anything into it. No, absolutely. And that's, that's, that's I think, a, a, a way to look at it. So you're inv- these people listening are invested into us. Guys. They're our friends. I Let me just say that I, I feel like people that – People that are like, you know, they're listening right now. Mm-hmm. They're they're good friends to me. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, wow, thanks, guys. Yeah, like that's awesome. Yeah. Now I didn't say you could come over and have dinner with my no, family. No, <laughs> do not like, do not take a picture of kids playing soccer because oh, you, you will get blocked. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it is cool that like you know people you know do that. So mm-hmm. hey, thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening. Subscribe, share, rate, and review. We didn't even play that. Shit. That was so cute. That was like two friends like thinking the same thing. It's because we're best friends. Just making eye contact going, this That's is time we do friends. that. We do have those moments. Yeah. I have those moments where me and Jason will like smack eyes. We're like, boom. And we're like, we know we all. We know the, what's up. We know the whole conversation right now. Already thought it through. That guy is a douche. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> no, Jason and I throw son of a bitch eyes. That's, yeah. <laughs> One that of my is. favorite things in the world, Jason, is when you throw me a look across the, a son of a bitch look across the room. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> the best son of a bitch i know son of a bitch (sighs) that's it
That's good. That's it. That's a that's now a, Jason that's a guy. Line. Jason's gonna go out and teach me how to catch because I didn't have a dad, so he's oh, gonna be my best friend. You're gonna teach that. me how to shoot a bow and arrow. And, no, you're not. I don't care. I don't want to do that. It's kind of fun. No, it's not. You kind of feel like a boss. Oh, it's targets. Fun. Can I be Norman Reedus? It's more. Is this is this, than is this you getting ready for the zombie apocalypse? I'm not going I'm not bow. No compound bow. No, I'm going machete. What are you crazy? I've machete's already said number machete. one. Yeah, machete. A machete. Here's here's here's. I can keep distance. Okay. Okay. Enough distance. And I could chop. We're not best friends unless up. we can agree on this. Yeah. Machete is close combat. Yeah. Uh, but far uh, enough away that I'm not like absolutely in, you know, in it. Because like some will say, oh, what what about a katana? Katana's too long. Mm. If you're in a house, mm. you're in a little. You'd say what you're searching. What am I tight spot? You're in a tight spot. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? But you got to be silent. Mm-hmm. Katana's not working. No. Now. Tell me if you agree with me, Jason. This okay. is another ultimate test. I okay. know you'll pick me up at the airport. I know that. Yes, I would. I know you'd take me to the airport in the middle of the night, and I would do that mm-hmm. for you. But I agree on a machete. Yep. And also, I think, really helpful, a pistol. You got, yeah. You got to have a pistol. Yeah. Close combat, loud. Yeah. But also, if I could pick, I mean, really, it's the, the gamut of guns. I mean, a shotgun is pretty good for spread. Yeah. Maybe even a sawed-off shotgun. Because I don't have to worry about aiming so much. Right. If you're in a tight spot, you're, in a, you're stuck in a room. Boom, spray the room, zombies drop. Aim high. That's right, aim I, high. I, think. I mean, at least no, that's you're what, absolutely right. I mean, that's what we're learning Aim about a shotgun high, but then, I mean, a 30-odd-6 rifle with a scope, also pretty good. I'm kind of shaky, though. You'll learn. Yeah. It's a zombie apocalypse. You'll have a lot of practice. A lot of time. A lot of time to yeah. practice. <clears throat> I think we'd be okay. I think we'd survive as best friends in the l- zombie apocalypse. little callback to Michael Rooker. Um, I read something recently while they were Michael. filming Rooker. That was Ricker. M- Rooker in Let's Merle. get ready to kill zombies. No, not that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael Booker. Yeah, yeah. I remember Merle from yeah. from Walking Dead. Yeah. When they were filming um, the uh, first season, and they had the scene where they're all trapped on the rooftop. Yeah. In Atlanta, and he's practicing his sniper rifle. Of course. The actual Atlanta SWAT team showed up to. Concern. They stand down, put the rifle down while they were filming. Filming, yeah, because they saw a guy up somebody, on the roof. Somebody called it in. They and, were filming. Yeah, That's so the, yeah, so the the production company obviously had to go and smooth it all over. But Son how funny, bitch. Yeah. Atlanta, pump your brakes. But that was before Walking okay. Dead was Walking Dead. Okay, but actually, good Big job. Time. Yeah, good. Yeah, protect us because Michael Rooker, though, seriously, he might go on a sniper spree. That dude. He seems so. Like- so now that we know, <laughs> Jason and I would be a. Really good partnership in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So I'm good with that. Uh, yeah. Everything else I said is completely negated. Now just step back and rate whether or not your friends, what weapon would they choose? I think we could develop mm. a whole a flow chart. Like, you know how they do the things? If you choose this, then you go to this one. Ooh. If you choose that, you go to that one. And we'd be able to determine whether or not you are a good friend based upon what weapon you it's would like choose. It's like choose your own adventure for friendship. Yeah. I like See it. how far you make it. Yeah. In the in the bracket, don't steal that shit from us. We're gonna do that. It's gonna make us a lot of money, and we're gonna be best friends in the zombie apocalypse. And that's not okay. a good investment, Jason. I'm here to tell you as a friend. No, it's not. Yeah.